We're going to talk about some of the little decisions that you make every day. So mental health is one of those things that I try to address a lot in this show. And obviously that's a pretty wide topic to cover and there's not any one solution to the problems that we all face in our lives, but there are certain things that we can do to help ourselves across the board. So one thing that I've learned is that it's very valuable to bring as much stability into our lives as possible in in any different aspect of our lives. So uh, Jordan Peterson in one of his books, uh, 12 12 Rules for Order, he talks about mental disorders as something that he addresses with order. And he said that a lot of his patients would be so ungrounded that the application of really any psychological model would help them. And it didn't matter if it was necessarily the, the best the best one because they, they didn't have any guiding philosophy. They didn't have um, really any direction in their life. So anything was better than nothing. You know, and if you're if you and your mindset are in a state of chaos, the more organization you can bring to them, the better. Now, we're never really taught how to organize our lives. You know, we're not taught the value of philosophy. We're not really even taught the basics of how our own brain works um, or how to get our lives together in general. So we're just kind of thrown to the wolves and expected to make it to some extent. Uh, Most of the skills that we learn in school are not really practical in daily life, unfortunately. And you see younger generations especially struggling with this because they're starting to realize that we really should have more in life than what we do. But without a solid education in psychology, philosophy, emotional intelligence, and just general life skills, what we're left with is a bunch of really empty goals. You know, stuff like go to college, get a safe job, uh, go into debt to get the stuff that you want, get married, have kids, live for the weekend, follow sports, whatever it is. And that's the model that most people follow. Uh, and then they wonder why they're depressed and why they're anxious all the time when they're living these fake, shallow, generic, meaningless lives. No offense. Um, but it's not that those things are necessarily bad, like inherently, but, and I'm not saying not to do them per se, just nowhere in there is anything about building emotional stability. There's nothing about giving a meaning to your life. There's nothing about optimizing your work, optimizing your health or your intellect. There's nothing about finding true purpose or living a meaningful life, like I said. There's nothing about emotional intelligence or social skills, stress management, spirituality, all these things that are, you know, real important. Um, they, 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 they give us a reason to live. They, they teach us how to live. And it's the, it's the shallow things that look like success that we're taught. And since we're not really taught anything deeper, it's easy to get distracted by those, those superficial stuff. Um, so we have to go looking for that deeper knowledge if we want to find it. We have to seek out fulfillment. It's not going to just come to us. And with mental health, there's a lot of things that get overlooked. Uh, Peterson talks about how one of the first things he does is helps clients find the things in their lives that they already know they should fix, but they're not fixing. Now, this is one of the main takeaways from the from the book for me. Uh, and it really stuck with me when he says, or, or how he says it really. And it, it just makes sense. It's like, oh yeah, um, you know, I can't control everything in my life right now, but there is something I could be doing. You know, there's, there's something out there. There's something I know that I'm ignoring, that I'm overlooking. And if I would just address it, it would make my life a little bit better. And once I started thinking that way, it became pretty obvious just how much stuff I was overlooking. You know, all those little things that I had let add up to big things were kind of crushing me a little bit. And I think I see this in a lot of other people's lives too. It's not, it's not just me, but I started finding all those things I could address. So, you know, maybe I could clean my apartment. Um, you know, that's not obviously not going to magically 
cure my depression, but it is something I can do to help me feel a little bit better right now. Living in a messy environment is not going to single-handedly bring you down, but it does affect you. It does have an impact. And it's also not some hidden secret. There's nothing that you have to go searching for. You know, you can look around your life right now and immediately notice at least a couple of things that you could be doing that you know you should be doing, but you're not. And it doesn't take a therapist or a genius to point this out to you. It's just that we, we ignore it for a reason. We like to procrastinate stuff. But I started looking for all these things that I could do something about, you know, practically and uh, started fixing what was in my control. And that's part of becoming more conscientious on my part. Um, so for me personally, it was stuff like getting tolls paid, uh, which I was ignoring out of protests towards the government because I don't, I don't, I don't like the government too much. Um, but taking boxes out of my living room from where I had moved and like not actually put everything away. Um, actually hanging my laundry up. That's been a new thing for me this last year or so. Uh, I always lived out of the hamper, uh, but I guess I'm too old for that now. Uh, but it, it does, it does make a little bit of a difference. You know, it's not a huge deal, but when I go into my closet to get something like I feel organized and it's a small thing, but it, it kind of helps honestly, you know, and just, just stuff like that. Nothing crazy. There's nothing groundbreaking in that. It's just these little daily things that make you feel a little bit more in control of your life. And that's, you know, I, I've talked about this a lot. There's no one simple solution to changing the, your life. There's not any one thing. It comes down to these little habits that you have. If you make a habit of, you know, taking care of the things you're supposed to, it's not glamorous. It's not, it's not exciting. It's not motivating. It's not something that you're going to be like, oh yeah, I can't wait to get up and do this. You know, you're not going to wake up on Monday morning, watch some motivational videos and go fold your laundry. It's just, it's not a thing, but it teaches you self-discipline and that's good for you. You know, that it helps you because if you can do it there, you can do it somewhere else. And when you make a habit of doing those little things every single day, it teaches your brain that that's the kind of person you are. It builds your character, you know. And again, if if you are the kind of person that's super disciplined and you've got all this time, like when I was working, well, between working and driving, there was a time where I was I was out of the house for about 18 hours a day. So I got home, I went straight to sleep. Like I wasn't, I, I didn't care about cleaning, you know. It wasn't a priority at the time. That happens sometimes, you know, and I'm not saying that like, you're being lazy if you don't do this stuff. I'm saying if you're if you're having an issue feeling good about yourself and you could look around and identify a couple of things that you're you're letting go, it's a good place to start. It doesn't take any outside help. It doesn't take um, expensive therapy sessions. It doesn't take any real deep inner work. You can just kind of look around and see this. And again, it's not glamorous. It's not this huge epiphany, groundbreaking moment. So people overlook it all the time. But it's so important. It comes down. A lot of success comes down to attention to detail and that applies everywhere and it's a skill that you hone in any aspect of life in any area okay and this is also it's taking stuff off the back burner you know like the tolls for me for example like that was something i knew i was gonna i knew i was gonna have to deal with that eventually um i i accrued like i think like 50 dollars in late fees from that because that's my own stubbornness that's, that's me being childish because i didn't want to pay a toll it was, it was originally like six dollars um, but it was like something that it wasn't stressing me out a lot, but it was something that it comes up every now and again, you know, you think about it and it's like, now that it's paid, that's, that's one less thing that I have to worry about. So when I go to renew my registration, like I don't have to worry about that. Um, okay. So one thing in particular that I want to talk about, actually, this is really where I started the episode, but I kind of got lost in everything, but well, it's really, it's really two things in particular that I want to address. Um, but it, the value there's a, there's a lot of value in getting your finances together 
and getting your health together, okay? Both of these things are a huge stress or a huge source of stress for people. Um, and if it's a problem for you, then you need to you need to start making it a priority, okay? So money, let's start with money. Money is never going to single-handedly cure your depression or your anxiety, not by itself. However, not having control over your money will absolutely give you a massive increase in both depression and anxiety, okay? And I phrased it that way on purpose. I didn't say not having money. I said not having control over your money, over your situation, your, your, your finances, okay? Because what's enough for somebody is not going to be enough for somebody else. And it's not about getting more necessarily. It's about do you have discipline in your personal finances? Do you understand how to set a budget? Do you understand how to take care of this? Same thing with health. You know, you don't have to be the, the, the strongest, fittest person. But do you understand enough and, and, and implement enough to where you feel good throughout the day, you know, where you feel healthy, where you wake up with a decent amount of energy, you're not super groggy, where you go through the day without being completely exhausted for a couple hours, or even most of the day, a lot of, the, a lot of times it happens to people and they're like, oh, this is, this is normal, I'm just always tired. That's not normal, you're not supposed to be always tired, you're supposed to have energy throughout the day. If you don't, that's something that you need to address, and it probably comes down to something with your health, okay? Um, and actually, just the other day, I was looking at some studies that show how poverty actually reduces your IQ by about 13 points, which is crazy. It's crazy, but it's true. And I wanted to I wanted to bring that up to take a closer look at it. I think I mentioned it before on the show, but it definitely bears repeating. I mean, that's that's pretty significant, like 13 points. So you, your brain only has so much space to process information. Okay, it's an amazing machine, but it does have certain limitations. The more distracted you are. It, it it leaves you with less processing power and you're not going to you're not going to be able to do as much at any given time so if you've got the stress of unpaid bills um of debt of trying to stretch your paycheck uh stuff like that that's going to be constantly on the back burner same thing with my tolls you know that wasn't like the money wasn't the issue it was the fact that I didn't want to pay it cuz I'm a child but you know, it's something that it's taxing on your mental resources and it might not be at the forefront of things, but if it's always on the back of your mind and, and you know, being in, in a bad financial situation is something that will stress you out throughout the day, no matter what it is, it can put you in a bad mood all day. And I'm not saying that money is the answer to your problems because it's probably not. That being said, being in control of your finances does go a long way towards feeling grounded, towards feeling stable. Um, when that's something that you're, you're secure in and you have that stability, that feels really good. Okay. I've been broke. I've been, you know, secure. I've been everything in between a hundred percent. Like it's not that I walk around thinking about how much money I have in the bank all day, but it's just a sense of, there's no anxiety about, you know, financial situations. I know that I can live for a couple months comfortably without working again, if I needed to stuff like that, which is very useful, um, you know, during COVID, because I mean, the first few months I was, I was set. Now, a couple months into that, things changed and got out of hand, of course, but that's a whole nother story. But the point is that for a long time, I did have that stability. And I, I noticed a huge difference in my levels of anxiety, just in general, when that went away. And that's just what I want to point out to you. If you're struggling with your mental health and also with your finances, fixing that is, it's something tangible that you can do. 
Okay, I'm not suggesting that you ignore your psychological and emotional issues. You know, if you know for a fact that like there's something like if you have PTSD and there's something that's stressing you out, like you need to address that. I'm not saying that this is a you can trade this out. Okay, I'm saying that if it's just a general thing, you're not totally satisfied with life and you're trying to figure out some ways to change that. You know, start looking at the things that you can change that are tangible that you can you can do something about today. Um, not not to ignore the deeper issues by by any means. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that there, there's multiple aspects to your life, to your emotional health and um, your mental health. There, there's there's just all these different dimensions to it. So you have to address all of them. You can't just focus on one. And people people are always looking for answers to mental health issues. They want to be cured and they want to not have these struggles anymore. But they don't want to do the work of addressing the tangible stuff in their lives. It's easier just to take a pill and say it's going away. So don't make that mistake. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of different things to consider. And what I think is really interesting here in particular too is that um, you don't necessarily have to make dramatic increases to um, your situation. So uh, for example, you don't have to increase your income. You don't have to be the strongest guy in the room or you know, the strongest girl in the room, whatever your your standards of uh, health and fitness are. What, you don't have to be at the top of the game for that to work. Getting started and seeing tangible results is usually enough to give you a huge boost, boost in self-confidence and endorphins. So, I mean, if you get a little bit healthier and you see that you're making progress and you feel good about yourself, you know that you're making those daily improvements, like that's usually enough. It's, it's not like the end of the road and I'm not saying you stop there, but the feeling of progress is usually good enough to get you feeling significantly better. Same thing with finances. You don't have to be completely out of debt to start feeling good about yourself and about your situation. All right. And that's the other two. These two in particular, I think they're important, but they're also very tangible. And that's why I'm using them for examples. Um, you know, you can see your savings increase every paycheck. You can see the debt go down. You can see the pounds drop off. You can see your endurance increase, um, your your lung capacity increase. What whatever it is that you're doing to to measure your progress, those are two things that give you not necessarily instant feedback, but it's pretty quick in the grand scheme of things. And again, I'm not suggesting that this take the place of anything else that you might need in life. Just that it's a really good way to start getting your life in order. Okay, if you're not totally secure and comfortable when you think of your bank account, then that's something you can start taking steps towards. And again, you know, even getting started and seeing the potential you have um, and seeing those incremental improvements um, in your, your health and fitness as well, that, that's usually enough to, to make you feel pretty good about yourself. It's usually enough to get you started. And then down the road, I mean, you've, you've made these dramatic changes and you've upgraded your life and that's great but you've also removed a lot of stress that was sapping your mental and emotional resources so for finances i would recommend um, if you've never been taught which most people haven't never been taught how to manage your finances um, the book the richest man in babylon is fantastic it's one of the classics in the self-improvement literature if you haven't read it you definitely need to Um, it's very short very simple very to the point and direct which i like it's very practical um, for health. There's probably for fitness. There's there's it, it's going to depend on you. There's so many different avenues that you can take for for just health in general. I would start with anything written by Dave Asprey. I think he's fantastic and he's very um, he's he's very experimental, which I like. So you you see things that are very practical and useful, but it's you 
you might hear them somewhere else, but a lot of times you don't. I mean, whenever I hit, whenever I read his books, I'm, I'm like, I'm taking so many notes. I'm like, who the hell thought of this? Like, where did this come from? Uh, but yeah, no, people really underestimate how important it is to get control over those little things in life. Putting away your laundry is not going to make you a millionaire. At least it hasn't for me yet. Um, if, it, if that changes, I'm going to let you guys know. Like, that's a secret. Cool. I got it. I'm going to put it out there. But it does change how you feel about your environment. Um, and then wherever you're at today, you can definitely start getting more grounded just by looking for the stuff that you do have the power to change. So stop, start getting that stuff off of the back burner. Stop procrastinating. Finish that assignment. You know, Take your car in for maintenance. Put your laundry away. Go work out. Take your vitamins. Whatever it is that you need to do. You already know. You don't need me to tell you that. You're just not doing it. And I'm speaking as much to myself as to you because there's still stuff that I'm not doing, okay? But I have noticed since I started making this a habit that it has had a huge, dramatic impact on my life. So I wanted to share it with you guys. There's no secret here. Just figure out what you're avoiding, what you're not doing that you know you should, and figure out a way to start making it happen. You know, I start I talk about making new, making new habits and breaking old habits on this show all the time. Um, there's a lot of techniques for it. And I mean, sometimes it just comes down to willpower. Sometimes it, it takes more than that. But there, there is something that you can do that you know you could. And doing this is going to get you grounded. It's going to leave you with so much more energy. You're going to be so much more um, invigorated towards life because you've, you've taken charge of your situation. You've accomplished something. You've exerted your control over your environment. And you're more happy with what you come home to. You know, you're going to sleep better. And... Doing this consistently is something that builds your character, which is also extremely important. So I hope that this has given you a little bit of perspective. Let me know what you guys think. Thank you for listening. Good luck.